Hello everyone, welcome back to Bronx Nation Podcast. I'm CJ, joined by Dylan of course, and we are at our new recording location slash space, the Cooley Sands Hotel. First of all, cheers Dylan to Cooley Sands Hotel for allowing us to record at the wonderful establishment. If you guys honestly want great beers, great food and great vibes, really honestly head to Cooley Sands Hotel, 1 Griffith Street, Cool and Gutter. Um, Also, there's a big screen that shows sport all day. All night earlier it was the soccer. Today it's the f- the cricket. Well, at the moment it's the cricket. Thanks. And just as we sp- just as we were shouting them out, they've literally brought us a bowl of a plate of chips. So cannot cannot um, be mad at the hospitality of them. So thank you very much to Cooley Sands Hotel. Also, jump onto whoyoufall.com forward slash shop and buy our shirts. We've just released them this past week. Um, honestly. It, it helps us out. It enables us to be able to create more content for you guys. So, you know, the more the merrier. Um, shout out to anyone who's already bought a shirt. So thank you very much to them. Um, and I think there's one other shout out, which is uh, Stubby Club, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stubby Club. Uh, shout out to them. If you want 10% off at, at checkout, use our code BRONX, B-R-O-N-X, 10 at checkout for 10% off, uh, obviously, when you're buying anything, really. And that's a big, big savings. Um, but also... Topics we've got. Uh, first topic we've got is the Rugby League World Cup men's and women's final. And the men's final was, we thought Australia would, thank you, it was the Australian versus Samoa. Sorry, Australia versus Samoa final. Um, were you expecting that score, Dylan? Yes and no. Yeah. Like I, I tip Australia by 50. By 50? Yeah. Really? I mean, in a final? Yeah. In a final, mate. Uh, yeah. I would have tipped them by, I mean, I had to say by 20 and they got that margin, but that's how I, in hindsight, but 50, really? Look, I set the alarm for 3 a.m. New South Wales time. Yep. Did you wake up in time? I woke up about five minutes in mm-hmm. and I watched up until Latrell Mitchell scored and then I just fell asleep. I had a big weekend. So oh, okay. You, was, you did have a big weekend of Oztag, but we'll cover that later. Yep. But yeah, rugby league. Yeah, up. no. And I thought Samoa, to, to hold him out for 14 minutes, I think, were, yeah. were, were pretty good. They were coming at him real strong. And yeah, it was a good effort. Yeah, good effort by Samoa. You know, absolutely. Overall. So, big, big shout out to Samara, and obviously, they're definitely going to be a tier one nation as of even if even though they lost, they'll still be a tier one nation as of you know next international cycle, which I think is great for that. Which brings up the origin eligibility debate, which we mentioned in our last episode. So, go back to listen to that because we're not going to try and rehash old old topics if we don't need to. Um, and the Rugby League World Cup female, like the women's uh, gr- final, was definitely more so the score I knew were thinking would be for the men's though. We, pardon me. We absolutely demolished the Kiwi Ferns. Yeah. Um, look, I thought it'd be more. I, I thought it would be more too. 58, four, 54 4, wasn't it? 54 to so 4. I was expecting maybe 60, 70 to like. Look, I, di- I didn't watch any of that game, but I watched. I, I sort of watched about, I don't know, 10 minutes replay yesterday. Yeah. On And um, I'd noticed, one thing I noticed really big is that every time someone took the ball up for Australia, there was supporters. There Everyone was, was pushing up with them. And that. Yeah. that that creates options, you know. It just creates that many options and just troubles the defence. And well, because they've got backup, they've got options. You know, there's players on the left, players on the right. They can pass without, you know. That's all. That's what honestly rugby league, Oztag, and all ball sports really are is about supporting your player to like keep kids going out down there. The field. Kids out there should be taking note of this. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If they yeah. want to learn how to play footy and like at, even at the basic level. Just straight up, run it straight, and make sure if you're if you're not the one with the ball, make sure you're supporting the one with the ball. Yeah, because then that way it gives them options. You've got more of a chance of scoring. Um, right, our next topic is unfortunately a bit of a sour one, coming out of the you know news and whatnot over the last 
day in a bit. There's a bit of a salary cap potential breach of uh, what is reportedly 450000 over the last three years, which, let's put it into the perspective, that's 450000 across three years. That's it's not huge when you when you go over three years. You know, that's maybe four or five players worth of contracts across three years. Um, so that's a little bit of, if, if it does come out to be true and whatnot, um, that that's, you know, where we're looking at. And what can they do? You know, are they going to find it? If, it? if it comes to fruition and is audited and comes out to be true, the worst they can do is fine us. And that's not too bad given we got a spoon in one of those years. It'd be like the Eels, uh, the year they won the Auckland Nines sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, it, we've only won the spoon. So yeah, they, one. They're going to take the spoon off us. That's great. Exactly. They're going to take the spoon off us because they'll make it an asterisk. I'm happy with that, honestly, because I'd sooner forget the spoon. Um, but also, it is a very serious topic. We don't condone anything if it does come out to be true. We don't condone that sort of behavior at any club uh, because the Broncos did have a probe in the early 2000s. And obviously, nothing was found. But a lot of people will say, oh, Andrew G and all that, will, you know, Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's neither here nor that's the end of that topic. But Kevy Walters this week has come out and said he wants uh, Steve Renoff, the Pearl, the legend of the 90s for the Broncos, to take under his wing, to mentor, to mould Katoni Staggs. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's great. I am like he, arguably keen. Arguably the best centre in, in of all time, probably yep. after Mal Meninga. Oh, at least, best, at least the best centre of the 90s. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So, oh. Yeah, it's it's great and tutoring and, and tutelage, you know, m- mentoring one of with the p- the center with the potential to be the best center in the game. He's not currently just due to injury and form, but he definitely has the potential. Oh, definitely. And I think with under Steve Renoff, two proud Indigenous boys, um, Steve Renoff and Katoni Staggs, it'll be. Oh, it, it, first of all, that connection, let alone them both being centers, would be amazing. And speaking of Indigenous representative footy. You played Indigenous uh, Oztag on the weekend, and how'd you go? Yeah, so I played for Queensland, Australian Indigenous Oztag. And mm-hmm. Yeah, we went good. We played five games, one, two, lost, uh, one, Ag- one. Against what teams did you play? New South Wales country. Mm-hmm. I think there was two country teams, two city teams, and one combined. Did you play for Queensland combined, city or country? Uh, so I played men's opens, and we were the only Queensland team. Okay. So yep. we come second, which is That's pretty good. Did no? New South Wales come first? Well, uh, I think it was New South Wales Country 2. Okay. Can't exactly remember, but mm-hmm. it was New South Wales. <laughs> Fucking New South Wales. And obviously, as always, we have to give a big, big shout-out to Rob uh, from Tweed Coast Oztag. Uh, fuck Manly. But also, back to Oztag. Did you score any tries or did you set up any? Um, I scored two tries. Yeah, nice. And I sh- probably should... Overall, she probably sort of scored about six, but most well, of them some were forward passes oh, okay, and yep. whatnot. But I was on the wing, so... Yeah. Well, you can't really... Yeah. So you were the last one to catch the ball, so it wasn't your fault forward passing it or anything. Uh, I don't know. Don't know? <laughs> okay, so uh, what's next for Oztag representative stuff for you? So this tournament was the... It's called the Battle of the Nations, which mm-hmm. is the trial for the upcoming World Cup in Ireland next year, in yep. August next year. Okay. So As in for Indigenous, indigenous. or Australia in general? Australian Indigenous. Okay. So the best teams or the best players so out the, of so, this. So at, at the next World Cup for Oztag, there'll be an Australian team and an Australian Indigenous team. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Which yep. brings up a great topic. Oh, the light just went off. That's right. Which brings up a great topic 
because it segues into the discussion at the moment is an Australian and an Australian Indigenous team for the NRL Rugby League World Cup for the next World Cup. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, look, as an Indigenous Australian, I, I love it. But is it going to work? That's the thing. Yeah. I, I think it would and I think it could. But at the same time, I'm of the same opinion that it could possibly divide more so than unite. Well, because it's exactly everyone's right. for, for unifying and uniting because of obviously the absolutely bullshit past of Australia and what they've done to the indigenous population of Australia. But I think it could possibly cause more divide than um, because they did have a, a dream team or dream time team, I think, was sorry, in the 08 That's right. World Cup, didn't they? But it was yeah. only a one off sort of game. There's a one off as I, I think for the World a, Cup. Yeah, I think that would yeah. be a great thing. But there's also, don't forget, the um, All Stars game. Yeah. So, I, I think it could work, but it could also definitely divide or unite. It, there's only one of two ways, and there's only one way to find out. Well, I mean, you look you look at the previous World Cups. Australia's just absolutely dominated. Yeah. You take all the Indigenous players out of Australia. I'm not saying... And who gonna, are we left with? Yeah. <laughs> really, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to... Like, Australia yeah. wouldn't finish in the quarterfinals. Oh, I don't think. Or no, maybe, but... I mean, they're not going to have the success that they're going to... They're having today. No. Like you got Latrell Mitchell, Josh Adokar, Josh Adokar Jack Wyden. Jack Wyden. You take all them players That's out. Just you, take, you just take them three players out alone, and and they only make maybe quarterfinals. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, look, look, I'm all for it. I'm for it absolutely. Yeah. If they can find a way to make it work without it dividing, then absolutely go yeah. for it. You know. Um, next topic is Jamie Chapman. Uh, we've got an NRLW guest coming on, not in this episode, but in January, because she's currently over in the UK, probably still celebrating, probably still a bit drunk <laughs> from the uh, World Cup final win. And congratulations to her and all of the Broncos women's players who participated in the World Cup and the World Cup final. She's joining us in January right here for on probably yeah a season preview, a bit of a recap of the World Cup and her experiences and to talk about the new signings that are joining the Broncos women's team, talk about Scotty Prince, who has just signed on as the NRLW Broncos head coach. So, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Scotty Prince taking over oh, from Kelvin? I love it. He's got big shoes to fill, though. He's Three got, grand final wins. He's got to try and... Well, yes, that that's true, but... But we can't do worse If, if there's team. anyone that can take over and do a good job, it's Scotty Prince. Absolutely. He's, I mean, he's played... 300 games exactly in the NRL. Yeah, NRL. he's very experienced. He's got the, the right head for it. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope he does well. I think it'll be absolutely ripper. Honestly, it'll be so good. Um, it's great to see Princey getting a shot as well because who knows, that may turn into an NRL men's gig at, at, to, to some extent at some point in the future, you know, which is great to see. Or it may end up, you know, he may end up coaching the Queensland State of Origin women's team as well. But either way, it, it's absolutely... Absolutely good signs. Before we go to the you know viewers and listeners question that we posted earlier today, bit of late notice though because it was about an hour before we started recording. We want to do a shout out to uh, our followers first of all. Thank you to twenty six thousand plus of you, but also our follower of the week is is this is a new segment sort of little side topic shout out. As far as he's always engaging in our posts, always commenting, always liking. So big big shout out to Faraz. Thank you very much. I apologise if I butchered your name as well, mate. But cheers to Faraz for this week. Ugh. Right. Um, is there anything else on your mind before we get through to the question of the week? Oh. Uh, whether it's rugby league or... Um, go ahead and plug Hodges. 
Go on. Yeah. Go on, do it. Look, oh, I wish him all the best for tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. Um, yep. So at the time of recording, it's Tuesday afternoon, so it'll be Wednesday when, when he does do it. Look, it's, you know, whether this is his last fight or whatever, you know, as a, as a Broncos legend... I wish him all the best. Absolutely, I hope he. I hope he gets the win. I doubt he will, but as a Queenslander, I hope he does. Um, now we do have an interesting topic, and it's going to be sort of off the top of our head because it's like last minute topic. But twenty twenty three season, round one, if, assuming all players are fully fit and available for selection, who's your starting seventeen for the Broncos for round one? All right, so I've got Reese Walsh at fullback. Yep, uh, on the wings. Corey Oates and just a sec. Yeah, go for it. Yep, if you've jotted it down, that's all good. While I, so, while while you're looking at your list real quick, um, I just want to take another time to shout out uh, Cooley Sands Hotel. It's a, honestly such a great place. Big screen over there. We're watching the cricket in the in the foreground, for lack of a better term. Nice little view behind you, like behind us, and honestly, complimentary beers for us, which is amazing and big. They didn't have to. And it's amazing that they have done that. So thank you very much to Cooley Sands Hotel. We look very forward to our partnership with them in the immediate and distant future. Right, what's your starting 17, mate? So as I said, Reese Walsh, yep. Corey Oates and Selwyn Cobbo on the wings. Okay. In the centres, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth. Yes. Um, so this is one I got stuck on, the 5-8. There's yep. many options. And there is a I few. just went... I seen him play last year in Ezra Mem. Yeah, okay. At six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, he partners Adam Reynolds, who is of the course. captain. Yep. Um, Thomas Flegler and Payne Huss are starting in the front row. Okay. And all right, one thing I want to mention mm-hmm. that I forgot to mention in the past few episodes. Yep. The reason why I think it was a part of our downfall last year was, was the hooker. Yeah. You, every team has to have a good hooker to play well. And we the, the only good hooker we had, in my opinion, was Corey Pakes. Yes, I he agree. Is, he is fast off the mark, fast on passing. He is literally the hooker we need. We need to mould him into a better yeah. thing. And I reckon the person to do that at the Broncos, Matt Ballon. He's an <laughs> assistant coach at the Broncos. Yes. He's a two-time grand final winner with Manly. So I And I've had him on Life and Sport podcast. So shameless plug, head over to that podcast. Listen to my episode with Queensland player and former Manly player. Fuck Manly, though. Uh, Matt Ballon. Um, but no, absolutely. I think... Maybe Pakes can go another level this year if we make him the starting hooker. So continue. Yeah, so I, I think his impact off the bench is is better. Is better, you reckon? Yeah, just just for this year. Okay. Yep. Or just to start the year off. Yep. Um. So I put now he's not even in our starting thirteen, so I probably can't put him here. He's a development player, Tyson Smoothie. You could probably put him in there. Yeah. Because if if he's in the squad of thirty, then he's allowed to be. Yeah, on and the field. That's right. So I put Tyson Smoothie at nine, mm-hmm. and obviously Pakes comes on like uh, twenty minutes. In. Yeah. Yep. Um, so in the back rows are Kurt Capewell and Jordan Ricky. I hope Jordan Ricky has a a good year this year because very promising. Very yeah. Um, and obviously Locke will be Paddy Carrigan. There's n- you can't go past him. And shout out no. to Paddy Carrigan for winning the World Cup. Honestly, oh, he, yeah, it's amazing. What a year. Oh. What a year. Gets Queensland Player of the Year, wins in Origin, gets back into some form with the Broncos, coming back from an ACL, develops an offload into his playing style, which we hadn't seen, like, we hadn't seen that from him before, really. And to finish off, 
a World Cup win. Yeah. How good is that? <laughs> a remarkable year for him. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And who's on the bench? Obviously, Corey Pace. So, the bench is one I struggle with. I yep. honestly had no idea. So, I have... You can laugh at me if you want. No. I have... Uh, I don't want to butcher his name, but Keenan Palaja. Yep. Yep. Co- Kobe Hetherington. Yep. And oh, T... Uh, I'm I'm very partial to Kobe. I'm enjoying his playing style. Even though he hasn't, hasn't had many game minutes, I do like him and I like how he plays. Yes, I agree. Um, and TC Rabadi. Now you wouldn't have Jesse Arthur's in there. Oh, I don't maybe at seventeen. Not, I don't not you can't. I don't. In my opinion, you can't have an, an, a back on the bench. You've got to have one of everything. You've got to have yeah. a back. You've got to have a utility that can play halves or, or hooker. So that'd be um, Pakes. And you've got to have a forward and a second rower. That's a bit of everything, isn't it? Yeah, as I said, I struggled with the bench. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's my team. And your coach, Kevin Walters. <laughs> Seabolt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how Manly are going to go, but fuck Manly. <laughs> yeah, Rob. <laughs> no, nah, but also, um, shout out to Oscar, who's a Oztag player and an Oztag rep down at Tweed Coast. He said he's going to buy some shirts. So, big, big shout out Played to him. Played well on the weekend at Oztag. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Was, was he on your team? No. No. No, I watched him play... Um, it was a muck around game, so... Yeah. Um, Did he get any meat uh, pies? What was that? Did he get any meat pies and he tries? <laughs> no, but he butchered about five of them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about so, right. But now, shout out to Oscar, because I know you're going to listen to this, Oscar, so... Uh, he's moving to England on Christmas Day, so... He's what? He's moving to England on Christmas Day. I thought that Day. was Blake. Moving to England with Blake. Is he? Yeah. Oh, and oh, um, I just want to give shout out yeah, to big Blake. shout out to Blake. Blakey Raymond, 18 tomorrow. Yes, happy birthday. Happy first birthday. Of all, first yep. of all, happy birthday to Blake. Moving to England next week. And good Wish luck. you all the best over there with the Red and Rams. With the Red and, Ra- Red yeah, and Rams, I absolutely. you'll kill it. Oh, so. mate, he'll, he'll demolish. He'll literally shear everyone else. Kids are freak. Watch out for that name, Blake Raymond, by the way. Absolutely, and let's hope he gets eligible for the Australian Wallabies, maybe, one day. Sure he will be. I reckon. If he's not, then bloody border selectors, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Rightio. Um, I think that about wraps up our episode. Um, is there anything else on the talking points or anything like who, that? Who do you think will have a breakout season next for the br- year? For the Broncos? For the Broncos, yep. I reckon Pakesy. Yeah. He, he had a good season, but I think he'll have a fucking great season this year coming up. What are your thoughts? Who do you think is going to have a standout season? Kobe Hetherington. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's his year and he'll kill it. And I'm not sure. Is he he's Australian, Queensland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's I, Queensland. I think it's... I'll put my, I could put money on it right now. I think he'll be playing Origin this year. You, you reckon? Next year, sorry. Well, same thing, really. Yeah. Um, he'll be playing Origin. Okay, that's. A, do yeah. you reckon he'll be playing or he'll be in the squad? Well, he'll be in the squad definitely. At least, yeah. And yeah, I think he'll and, he'll play well enough. He'll have a breakout year, and I think he'll play well enough to get a. He'll probably get on the bench as a utility yeah. or whatever. But and early crow predictions, Origin. Who do you think is going to win it? And you uh, tip, go Ugh. with your head. Now, that's not me trying to say go with New South Wales. I'm just saying go with your head. Look, I, I say this every year, and especially the last five years, I've had game one in a neutral venue. So I think with Adelaide being the first game, I think whoever wins that game will win the series. And I'm hoping to God it's Queensland. Yeah. So I Queensland 2 1. I hope so too. Now, this is a bit of news, not Broncos related, but still rugby league related. I saw a post on a like a shit posting face like NRL Facebook group, and I couldn't not mention it. It was it was pure and utter dribble, as people say. This bloke I can't remember his name posted 
So the NRL is doing an unfavorable season with 17 teams. Obviously, it's not a very big favorable season um, in, in general. right? And to solve that, obviously, they're wanting to expand to an 18th team in a few years' time. And he and I cannot make this up. I actually think I got a screenshot of it. I Like, it's that fucking stupid. But it's so good. Um, he goes, to solve the 18th team, and they also want to relocate out west, basically, sort of, they're wanting to either go WA or somewhere, right? He said, split up West's Tigers because they've done shit all for the community since 2005. He said, bring back Western Suburbs Magpies and make the Adelaide Tigers. Right? Because that way you've got your 18th team without having to totally relocate or create a whole new team. And I'm just like, that brings up an interesting topic. You know, Adelaide Tigers, you know, they've already rebranded once going to West's Tigers when they had to merge. And splitting them out again brings back the Western Suburbs Magpies. And then there's Adelaide Tigers, and there'll always be those fans of, oh, there'll always be Balmain Tigers to me, or there'll always be West's Tigers. What are your thoughts on that idea? <laughs> oh, look, um, for one, I don't, I, Adelaide is totally off the charts. I don't think it'll work. I don't think they, it'll work they, at all. They tried it early in the 90s, didn't they? Yeah, in the and 90s, yeah. Same with Perth, you know. Um, oh, there is a massive rugby league community over look, in Perth. You know where I wish could be the 18th team? Where? Financially, it just can't happen. PNG. Yeah. PNG. It's not. It's not that it financially yeah. can't happen. They just don't have the. Um, they don't have the. Brain fighting hard. Sure, they have the PNG facilities, Cumbles and they they have the PNG Hunters in the Queensland Cup. Yeah. But they don't have the facilities. They don't have the structures. They don't even have junior rugby league. More like, or less. Like you over look. There. You look when the Q Cup team plays over there. It's a full stadium. It's oh yeah. Oh oh. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But they don't have the pathways. That's the word. They don't yeah. have the pathways implemented at all. So and what's interesting and you could say weird about that is rugby league is actually their national sport. It's the only country in the world that has rugby league as their national sport. Believe yep. it or not, Australia is cricket. England is cricket. Um, you'd think it'd be AFL in Australia, but it's cricket. Um, but yeah, it's just. I would love that. I absolutely would love that. But like you said, they don't have. They would fill a stadium every bloody weekend. Oh, really, they would. It would be, and it'd awesome. be it'd be easy to because they could literally just put the hunters into the NRL, the PNG hunters. Yeah, exactly right. Easily, but they just don't have those pathways. You know, they 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 could probably keep their Q Cup team going to the NRL and then have the Q Cup, but they don't have a Colts team. They don't have a juniors down in. They don't even have junior rugby league. Really, I'm, I may be part of me speaking out of turn. If anyone knows that there is. Please correct us and correct me and put it in the comments and let us know and we will amend that in the next episode. But as far as I'm led to believe, there's not a pathways in. Have you have you seen the local competitions over there? Oh yeah, the that, the Digicel Cup. That's amazing. I, yeah, I just I, I could never play that game. It's over just there. they don't have the it's pathways from PNG over into Australia. That's really. right. That's right. And that yeah, they it need sucks. to sort of bridge that sort of. Water gap for lack of a better yeah. term, but yeah, that Digicel Cup is insane. But the Digicel Cup doesn't run for as long as the Q Cup or the NRL season either. No, no. So, um, but it, they are definitely on the way up and up. You know, Christian Welch has actually expressed his interest in helping get pathways set up over there, so that they can maybe get an NRL team, or at least even more of a presence in the NRL in the Q Cup. Yeah, definitely. Um, and rounding that up, I know it wasn't Broncos related, but is there any last topics before we... Well, we missed one here. How do you deal with the post-season, off-season blues? That's a bloody good question. First of all, let us know in the comments. That's the viewer question for the week for next week. Uh, so, And we'll post it on Facebook as well. How do you guys deal with the no NRL season? I personally deal with it by there being NFL and still being Premier League football uh, going on. And obviously cricket season is just around the corner, as in test cricket. But... 
other than that, I don't really deal with like the immediate few weeks because there's no, there's nothing really. What about yourself, Dill? Oh, look, if, if I'm a player, um, I, you get away. You have to get away from footy. Mm. Like you can't just let it take over your life. You gotta, you gotta live your life. And and I think you know, you just that off season is about I don't know three or four months. Yeah. So get away from footy. So I'm, it's, I'm about, it's about a, a month and a bit shorter when there's a World Cup. Yeah. Because there's still rugby league going on. Yeah, especially for those players. you just got to get away from footy straight away yeah. and yeah. get out there and live life. And yeah, it's Speaking big, of it's league, always a big do you year. play rugby league during the season? Did you play for a team this year? No, no. no. I, I haven't played in about two years. Are you going to play next year, do you reckon? See what happens. Yeah? Well, if you do, what team are you going to play for, do you reckon? Oh, look, if I go to play my... It'll probably... I'll probably have a run with Blamble Jets. Blamble Jets, yeah, nice. If I, yeah, I doubt I'll get picked, but <laughs> well, even if you got open men's, that's still good. You could still make that one. Oh, it'd be reserve grade, but um, oh, I can train with the team and see how I go. But honestly, the heart's not in it. That's fair. Yeah, coming into the cricket season now, that sort of takes over. Yeah, up it does. until footy comes. It does, comes honestly. Um, also, anyone, even though it's a Broncos podcast, let us know if you want us to cover somewhat of the cricket on the podcast. You know, even if we just do a scores update or, you know, big plays or whatever, let us know in the comments of the, on the Smash Facebook. Smash them now, aren't they? Fuck yeah, they are. Anyway, uh, that about wraps up to this week's episode. So first of all, Dylan, thank you very much for joining thank me. You. And all that. Uh, another shout out to Cooley Sands Hotel for having us. And yeah, let's go. Broncos, as the song goes.